gorgeous souls. Welcome to the Intimacy with Lisa podcast. I am your host, Lisa, and I'm a sex and relating mentor plus healer. And you're in the right place if you want to hear about all the things about pleasure, intimacy, love, the new way of dating, the new way of relationships, like relating. That is what you're here for. And I'm on this journey to speak and help people evolve into the new paradigm of relating okay so make sure you are following me on intimacy with lisa you will obviously receive my personal journey insights wisdoms plus you'll be the first to know everything so stay tuned hello my friends um i'm going to be completely honest with you and i actually don't know where to start for this podcast normally i know exactly what i want to say i know exactly how i want to lead into it and i'm going to be real with you i actually don't because i'm going to be speaking on a topic that i'm still kind of new to speaking on like i'm still doing a lot of if i'm honest with you i'm still on my journey i'm still having shit come up for me that i'm working through and this has come live me realizing how much um, an unhealthy, toxic relationship, you know, dating a narcissist for 10 years has really affected me. Even now, like it's been six years since leaving that relationship. I'm obviously having a baby with my now partner and things are still coming up in the sense of I've been going back and forth with my business. Do I want my page to be private? Do I want it public? And I've been really trying to heal like my voice um speaking been really wanting to activate my throat chakra and it kind of just made me realize how much I have kind of turned off my light I've prevented people from hearing my voice for so long because after 10 years of dating someone where it's kind of like you're always walking on eggshells you can never stand up for yourself you couldn't have boundaries you could never um say anything of your own free will kind of thing it takes its toll on you and I've only just realized how much I've kind of like been preventing myself from truly being heard preventing myself from truly stepping into my power and sharing my voice in a way that I desire to and this has only actually revealed itself to me very recently so I'm still doing a lot of healing around it I'm not going to lie, I'm still activating it, I'm shifting it. But the voice, and I want to share, like I don't, um, one thing if you're new to my work, I want to say from the very front is I don't blame anyone else but myself. I take full responsibility. I've obviously healed enough of this to see how I actually attracted and how I co-created the experiences that I've experienced. So as much as I talk on these topics, I'm not here to go, it was all him, look what he's done to me. No, I want to speak from an empowered place of seeing how trauma can actually play a part in our lives, how it can show up after you have left the toxic situation. So me constantly going private, public, private, public, and even like people pleasing. Can I speak on this? Do I keep it to myself? Is this safe to share? All of this is kind of like a trauma response for me. I need to gauge the kind of reaction I'm going to get before I share because I've lived my life that way for so long. And 
that's what I'm currently on this journey healing at the moment because I'm in this place of I don't care. I am here to awaken people. I am here to help people call back their power and to shift and to heal these um, wounds that they've picked up along the way to allow them to create something deeper, something health, healthier. And the way I can do that is by sharing my journey and sharing what comes up for me so you can relate. Because I know if I'm going through this, then I know others are going through something very similar. So something that's really stuck to me, and this is why I've kind of like, I'm very active on Instagram. However, I've kind of avoided one certain topic. And that one certain topic I've avoided was my biggest transformation I've ever experienced in my whole entire life. It's the one transformation that was the most powerful for me. But yet, I've only kept it between myself and coaches, myself and therapists, myself and clients, myself and friends. I've never talked about it publicly out of a fear response. Who's going to see this? Am I going to be attacked? Will my ex see my message? And therefore, you know, I'm going to cop it again. Because, you know, I'm in that habit of whenever I stand up for myself, what are the consequences? Everything I do with my ex, there's a consequence. So therefore, I've constantly stepped on eggshells, even with freaking social media, even with my own business. So I avoided talking about being in a toxic relationship. I've avoided talking about dating a narcissist and how that's affected me um, out of fear of him finding out. And I think it comes down to, I remember when I first, and I've only ever spoken about him without naming names um, <laughs> once, and it was probably a few years ago, and it wasn't even directed at him. It was kind of like all about me. However, I mentioned it was coming from a past relationship. And he basically went on the warpath. He attacked me. I copped it big time. He basically threatened me and said I was never to ever talk about him again. Basically made these threats about, you know, taking me to court, possibly losing my daughter, like all of these crazy <laughs> things. And that's a really good way of describing a narcissist. Like my experience is kind of like they need the power. They need the control. They know how to manipulate and they know. So for him, especially after we had our daughter, he knew the way to get into my head was to bring her into the situation. He knew exactly how to get into my head and manipulate the situation to get he, to get what he wanted. Okay, And they always need to look, and especially with my ex, in the eyes of others, they need to, like, they care about what they look like because they've got such low self-worth to begin with. They need others to think that they're perfect, that they are good, that, that they're this amazing person. <laughs> so therefore, if you paint a picture of the ugliness and make them look not good, that threatens them. Like, that threatens their self-worth again. And they're going to go on the defense and they're going to attack and they're going to be nasty about it. So I remember when this situation happened and then afterwards I went through a phase of all these fake accounts following me and it was all of him and his friends creating these fake accounts so they could spy on me. And I even remembered his, um, I used to be friends with his now partner for a decade 
so I knew her quite well and I knew her friends and her school friends and then all of a sudden all of her school friends <laughs> started following me all of the people that um, were mutual friends started following me, trying to become my friend so they can pass on the information to my ex. And I just kind of felt very violated. I felt like I didn't feel safe because I had all these spies watching my every move, just waiting for me to say one bad thing about him because then he can use that against me. And if you know me at all, especially if you're clients or if you've been following me for a while, you know my daughter's the most important thing to me. So I'll protect her at all cost. Um, so that was enough for me to just basically, I guess unconsciously, make this commitment to I'll never ever mention that relationship. I'll never ever mention my experience. I'll never ever mention him. Um, I, to this day, believe in boundaries. I believe in... My story has nothing to do with him anymore. It's got everything to do with it's my experience, my perspective, my healings, my wounds. Okay, that's what I speak on. I don't speak on him. I don't. I can speak on the archetype, the personality, the behaviors, but I'm not coming from a victim place, blaming it all on him. Okay, and I truly believe, and I've had many conversations with my now partner when, because obviously I'm co-parenting with this person that so I'll never mention his name I would never make it public to who he is and also my daughter would never know I have made the decision and I'm very clear on it that she will never ever know the experience that I've had or what he's put me through or what I've um experienced I guess or even the trauma that I'm still healing from that relationship um even when I'm in tears because he's doing you know, he's attacking me again and I'm feeling really weak and vulnerable. I will always hide that from her because I believe in keeping her relationship with her father and that's very separate to my, my relationship with him. So I want to make that very clear in case you're new here um, of the current situation. So you'll never hear from me who this person is. And my daughter is very oblivious to all of this and that's the way I choose to keep it. So I needed to be a little of a disclaimer but back to the, the journey. So obviously that one experience was enough and powerful enough for me to just basically make this unconscious decision of, okay, this is something I'm not allowed to do. This is something I'm not allowed to talk on. But what actually happened is it prevented me from doing some of the healing because I didn't feel safe to talk about it because I felt like... um. I was so scared of him or all of his friends that are stalking me, finding out and hearing. I shut it all down. I suppressed it all. I was like, okay, um, I can't speak on this. So I didn't for a number of years. And now I got to the point where oh, I've had enough clients now or even friends enter my place and they're going through something similar of the sense of they won't be active on social media just in case their ex finds them. I've had clients create fake accounts just so their ex can never see them. I've had clients or friend friends come from a place of hiding themselves to make sure their past lovers can't find them because they're so scared. Okay. And obviously there's all different relationships. I, I don't want to go in the depth of the different kind of relationships, why you might feel scared, why you're hiding and all of that. But I truly believe a lot of this comes from like a trauma response. It's like that fight or flight mode. 
and that's no way to live like that is keeping you paralyzed you know these past relationships is keeping you paralyzed it's basically keeping you a prisoner and i finally got to a point this is why i really dove into the healing is because i'm just like i left this relationship for something better because it was so toxic and unhealthy but yet i still feel like i'm trapped in the relationship because i didn't have freedom i didn't feel safe i didn't feel free I felt so trapped by keeping this man happy to keep the peace because peace meant I'm left alone, which meant I can focus on other things. I was giving this man all my power on if I felt good enough, if I was happy, but then I would also give him the power to take that away from me, to attack me and make me feel so freaking small. And if you've been in a relationship like this, you know what it's all about. It's like a yo-yo. They basically keep your power and which allows them to make you feel so freaking small and worthless, but it keeps you trapped. And that's not good for anyone. That's not good for your mental health, your physical health, your energetic health, your spirit, your spiritual health. Um, it's not good for future relationships. It's not for, It's not good for your um kids for you to be trapped like that like i'm all for freeing people so you can wake up again so you can activate yourself and feel alive and free the reason why i've got this beautiful relationship with my man is because i freed myself from my past and that wasn't just a decision well i left the relationships there if i get something new there's like if you've been in a toxic relationship there's so much more healing you need to do than just leave the physical relationship you need to free yourself from all of these wounds these stories you know it's been six years for me and i've still like like i just mentioned i've still got stuff coming up and this is why i struggle with my partner even though we have those really raw vulnerable conversations in a healthy way now I still sometimes struggle to use my voice, to demand what I need or to voice a boundary. Sometimes I'll be in my head about it for so long and he's the one that, because he knows me so well, he's just like, what's wrong? Like, what are you thinking about? You know, he knows when I'm in my head about something. He basically, the reason why we can have those conversations is because I feel so safe for him, for him to see me and because he sees me, so deeply he basically not i don't want to say push but he sees me enough to get me to open up and i can tell him how i'm feeling i can tell him what's on my mind but it's it doesn't come it's not second nature for me because of the years of fear of rejection fear of how is he going to attack me how is he going to put me down today Am I allowed to say this? Am I not allowed to say this? Is he going to reject this? Is he going to accept me saying this? <laughs> like, it's exhausting. And I've, in even business, like, it's completely unrelated. Like, how do you think business can relate <laughs> to someone turning off my voice in every single possible way it can? I've avoided myself talking about my biggest transformation, the thing I can help people with most. I have stopped myself from sharing out of fear, out of that response of like, uh uh-oh, what's going to be the consequence of this? 
So therefore, I prevent people from finding my work. I prevent clients that need me to find me because of these wounds that I was carrying out of fear. So the reason why I wanted to do this podcast episode is to basically aim stepping back in my power. And I was even doing some healing on my throat chakra and my, my speaking just before doing this podcast of like, no, I don't care anymore. Like I'm stepping into my power. People need to hear my message. I need to speak on what scares me the most and what I'm most passionate about. And I want other people to heal themselves so they're no longer tied to these past lovers anymore. But that has to start with me. So if I was allowing my ex to prevent me from being all of me and allowing you guys to see all of me, then how can I truly help you as deep as I knew I was capable of helping? Okay, It's one thing telling you everything I already know, but I'm a big believer in embodying it first. So I needed to do this podcast to embody me. I don't care if my ex hears this. I don't care if he finds my message about toxic relationships anymore. I don't care if he knows it's about him because it's got nothing to do with him. It's got nothing to do with him. It's my experience that I've gone through, what I've healed through and my transformation that I am sharing with the world in order to liberate other people that have also been in similar relationships. And it's, it's, do you know what? It's no longer my job to protect how he perceives things. And that's the biggest thing. Like if you date a narcissist, you spend so long trying to keep them happy, controlling everything, you know, because they need to be in control of everything. But it's not your job. And it's not my job for him to realize this isn't even about him. It's not my job to force him to do the work. For him to heal himself. My only job is for myself. And if I'm called to speak on this to help others, I get to do that. That is my right. If I get to free myself, from past relationships and liberate myself to experience a deeper relationship with my man and to show my, you know, I'm pregnant with a baby, I've got a daughter, he's got kids, to teach all of our kids what healthy love gets to be like, then why am I hiding that? Why am I turning off my light? Why am I turning off my voice in a way And prioritizing other people's feelings. Okay. So I needed to speak on this of how my past relationship (laughs) has held me back. And how I'm healing and how I'm stepping into my power. How I'm activating my voice again. And leading my way from love versus fear. Because love is the answer. I'm following pleasure. I'm allowing my body to guide me. Okay, I'm no longer worrying about the what ifs. And instead focusing on what I'm guided and what I'm here to do. 
So I'd love to hear from you if this resonated with you. Um, however it's resonated with you, feel free to send me a DM over on Instagram, Intimacy with Lisa. Um, obviously stay tuned because I do have the Embodied Lover course which is going to be a self-paced course releasing very soon so stay tuned for that um and i'll speak to you next time